0: Log TALK RADIO Hey, it's Nikki, and you are listening to Journey Into Passion, with an S on Everyday Folks Radio Network. It's 3 p.m., and it's a little later than I normally start, but I would like to thank you for starting, help, starting me, joining me at <laughs> my new time at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for those of you who will regularly listen to my show, you, you may be wondering why I'm not launching my health and fitness series yet. Well, I've decided to launch this series in January because I have plans for this show, and because of the plans, the type of plans that I have, I decided to launch it at a later date. I'm going to keep you posted on those plans uh, in upcoming shows, so stay tuned, probably in December, so stay tuned for that. For anyone listening for the first time, my name is Anike S. Madison, and in addition to being a blog talk radio show host, I am a blogger, freelance writer, playwright, and upcoming author. I'm on a journey towards living my passions, which include encouraging, inspiring, and entertaining others through creative ideas, inventions, and my writing. Now, as the year closes, I'm going to share more information about my play, upcoming shows, and um, on upcoming shows, including my book, both of which I plan to launch in 2017. Today, I'm going to be launching my new series called Desire Success, Change Your Mindset. This month, actually, I'm going to be celebrating six months of being on the air, if you can believe it. And I'm going to be celebrating that on October the 15th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on this show, I'm going to not only be celebrating, but I'm going to be joined by my spiritual father, Apostle Carlos Elmas Lone Sr., so make sure you tune in for the celebration and inspiration. One of the most memorable and inspiring guests will be joining me today. And this amazing woman's name is Mrs. Nabandia Shea Shepherd Hood. Now for my listeners, my regular listeners, you, will be, you may remember Shea because she became my first interview back on June 11th. And she made her radio debut on that on my actual third show. I'm proud to say that as a result of being on my show, Shay was offered her first speaking engagement, and I'm sure she's going to have many powerful speaking engagements in the in, the, in years to come. Now, to see a list of upcoming shows, please visit my blog at anikmadison.com. That is A N I K A madso and go to the About Me category, and you can, list, you can see a listing there and more information about me and the show. If you like free stuff on future shows, I will be directing you to the For You category on my blog, and you can find information on my upcoming giveaways. On that note, congratulations to my first winner, um, who won a T-shirt from Capri Johnson's Black Tongue Clothing clothing line? And she's gonna. And so uh, you can go. You can actually go to Capri's clothing line information at blacktongueclothing.com. Big black. Okay, I'm gonna start over. Blacktongueclothing.bigcartel.com. That's blacktongueclothing.bigcartel.com. And Capri sells clothing that that's positively promotes black culture. So please support her and support other businesses and entrepreneurs as well. Now, Billy Jones is not going to be airing his show as he normally does tomorrow. However, you can go on the listing of shows under the Everyday Folks Radio and listen to his last show. He had a show with Janelle Vuette, founder of Career Dreamers, LLC. If you need help with career decisions, Um, This is definitely a show that you want to hear. And, of course, you can pick up his book, Everyday Folks, Short Stories on the Common People, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Make sure you tune in to hear the ladies of Keeping Up With K-Pop on the next show, October the 7th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a show where you can learn more interesting information on the world of Korean pop. Now, I have a couple of shout-outs today. The first shout-out goes to Narissa Street and Jeanette Dean. I'm so happy that we decided to debut our show, and we're going to have another show on October the 29th. Our first show debuted on September the 17th, and if you want to hear the playback of that show, just go ahead and go to blogtalkradio.com slash everydayfolksradio, and you can also see this link on my blog at anikmadison.com. Next up, happy birthday to Curtis Golat. Happy birthday and enjoy your birthday weekend. Now, are you registered to vote? That is a very important question in this election year because I don't think there's ever been a time in history where it's more important to cast your vote. So if you're not registered to vote or if you're not sure if you're registered to vote, please go to www.usa.gov slash register-to-vote. And make sure you do that as soon as possible because, as you know, the the timing is drawing to a close on getting yourself registered. Now, today I'm going to combine my grateful moment with... uh, My my other segment called Under the Spotlight, and I'm doing that because of today's guest. I am so grateful to have my sister friend, Nabandia Shea Shepherd-Hood, who goes by Shea for being someone who is always cheering me on and encouraging me. She has been a great friend to me, and if you know anything about a good friendship, you know that that is just so important. And so I just want to celebrate her, and I want to celebrate all the things that she's doing, including being the founder of the Facebook group, Get Fit Forever. She has an incredible life story of survival and determination that has helped her launch this group. And um, I am having a little bit of a technical difficulty, so I'm just going to keep talking as I find the um, Everyday Folks radio uh, dashboard, because, of course, as I was coming on the air, <laughs> I lost that. So I'm going to find that right now. Please forgive me for the uh, the background because I want to make sure that I get Shay on the air with me, Everyday Folks Radio. All right. So I'm going to be finding that. All right. You know, you never know what happens until you get on the air, right? <laughs> but that's okay. Um, one of the things I want to just talk about while I'm doing this is um, the, 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 the idea of, of changing your mindset in order to succeed in, in, in life. The reason why I, I'm doing this is because when you think about success, it all starts in the mind, right? And so that's why I just feel that it's so important to make sure that, um, that, that we do this, this series, that we, we launch this particular series. And, of course, as I am doing this, normally these things always come every day, folks, radio. Normally these things come right up, but, of course, because I'm on the air, and fumbling and trying to find information, it's not working. But that's okay. I'm going to get to Shay as soon as possible. But if you have any questions in the meantime, make sure you, you call in at 347-539-5372. That is 347-539-5372. Or you can send an email to Anike journey at gmail.com. That is A-N-I-K-A journey at gmail.com. And in the in, meantime, I am going to continue to find the studio so that I can log in and get my friend Shay on the show. Shay, I'm coming for you just momentarily. Give me one moment. I'm almost with you. And I am here. Thank you for hanging out with me and Staying with me as I get this technical difficulty going. All right, Shay, are you with me? I'm here. Oh, excellent. Thank you for for waiting for that. (laughs) A little just technical difficulties, but we're here. We're we're good. Um, I want to welcome you back to the show, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be back. We talk so much about the show um, when the show is not on the air, so I'm so happy to be here with you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. I'm seeing some people logging in and 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 coming on. So hopefully we might we might have some calls and some emails today. So we'll uh, keep keep that keep an eye out for all of that. All right. So first, I want to I want my listeners to get reacquainted with you. So tell us a little bit tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, well, um, the first thing I want to do is I want to thank you again for even having me on the show. Um, I do not take that lightly because um, when you started your show and you were so excited about it and you were telling me and then you offered me to be your first guest, um, I think that's special. And so I just want to say thank you for inviting me the first time, but also thank you for having me to come back, um, especially for this show and for allowing me to share my story with your listeners. Um, So... The one thing I did not share the last show was um, that I am actually the second oldest of five. And um, Mm -hmm. even though I am one of five children, I am one of hundreds of children that my family adopted. Uh, We were, as everybody knows, we were the shelter. We were the haven to anybody who wanted to eat. We were the hot spot. Um, You know, it was always crazy. It was crazy in our house. It was just, Um, Always a party, always something going on. Uh, We were just always the place to go. And I say that because as crazy as my life was, as full as my life was, as interesting as it was, nothing prepared me for um, the day in 2014 that um, I was diagnosed with cancer. Um, When I was in the doctor's office that day and I was there for a routine visit and – I had been pushing because I I didn't have any symptoms or anything and um, that day the doctor said to me um, unfortunately you have 17 tumors in your bladder and um, that day was the beginning of what I would say was hell for me it was it was the gateway to six surgeries it was finding out that I had stage 3 metastatic cancer uh, in my kidney and my bladder It was the beginning of months of chemo, uh, treatment, a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of tears, a lot of anger, um, resentment even. I had a lot of resentment for myself, um, for my body, for even going through that, and a lot of resentment for God. So I say that because, you know, that was a very dark place, and I think that that's very important for me to say about my story because I've had to fight through that. I came from a Mm -hmm. place where I wasn't expecting any of that. I didn't know it. um, At the time, I actually had uh, two sisters to pass away in 2015 from cancer. And so even with the pain of that, even with the pain of losing two very close people, it still didn't prepare me for the day that the doctor would look at me and say, you're so young and we don't even see it like this. Um, And it's so much of it that normally when we see it like this, it's about two to three years. And um, and if you're lucky, you're probably going to lose your bladder. Uh, we're going to try for you not to, but you probably will. And um, you'll probably be on chemo for the rest of your life. So, um, so I bring that up because that actually shaped the rest of my story. It put me in a position where I didn't have many choices. I didn't have anything to do but fight because when you're being told that you can't control it, that no matter what you do, that you're left to whatever the doctor says. Um, the only choices that you have are to fight and to have faith and to believe, and that's what I had to do. I had to change my mindset. I had to um, – my faith went. The yeah. the other thing about, um, you know, my family is they're very supportive. So I'm I'm blessed with that. I'm blessed with the fact that, you know, everybody surrounded me. Everybody, you know, they prayed with me, they prayed for me. But the reality is when you're the one dealing with it, everybody can do all of that, but it doesn't change what happens in your mind. It doesn't change the right. fact that um that you're gonna battle with the what if and the whys and the why me and you know, you you're not really expecting of that. So I had to fight from the mentality of losing faith, losing hope. I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I? Why is this happening to me? And I had to say, I put it all on the line. I'm going to do the impossible. I'm going to make the decision that this is not going to beat me. I'm going to be it. And so I yeah. began to fight, and I began to renew my mind, and I began to take in everything that I was always telling everybody else it was time for me to eat that same advice. And so that shaped me into deciding that I was going to go on one of the hardest diets I've ever been on, which was I cut out everything that was toxic and I went organic vegan. And um, once I did that, I, I began to research and I began to shape my life for how to heal myself because there were other things that were going on too, which is important to my story as well because I had other stuff. It wasn't just the cancer. It was I was I, at the time I had just had a baby, so I was overweight. Um, I had put on sixty five pounds in that pregnancy. My A1C levels, I knew they were going up, but I was kind of still in that zone. And then when everything started going off with my kidneys and and my levels were going off, then that shot up too. My cholesterol was up. My blood pressure was up. So I was, at one point, I was taking 13 pills a day. And some of those pills, I was taking them two and three times a day. And it was all for different things because then you start taking this to help with that. And this has to help with this because this is making this worse. And so I was like, none of this. I don't, I don't want to die, I don't want to be stuck on pills, I don't want to kill myself mm-hmm. even more. So I began to fight through that. And so from mm-hmm. that fight, um, I began to push myself, and I lost over 90 pounds at this point. I, cha- wow. I got off all of those medicines, I came off all of the medicines, so I'm no longer on any pharmaceuticals. And my doctors looked me in my face on many occasions, even when I told them, I don't want this anymore. How can I get off? And they were like, you, you probably won't ever, especially when I told them, you know, what was in my family. They were like, well, you know, this is this is just what it is. You know, it's your body. It's your DNA. It's your genetics. So they told me all kinds of things. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want it. I, I just, I can't. And so, um, so I began to push even through that. And so now... I've lost all this weight. I'm healthier now than I've ever become. And and that's when I started because I've been so transparent about my journey. I began to be so transparent that other people were saying, how are you doing this? How is this happening? And so I began to lock horns with people who were in need just like I was in need. And together we were moving Mm -hmm. up. And that's where Get Fit Mm -hmm. Forever came from because it became a deep passion that said, I no longer – Want to live in the the right now or the microwave? I don't want just a diet. I don't want to just do some quick fix. I don't want to just sustain my life for a period. I want to move forward into things that are going to help me for the rest of my life. And that's what getting fit forever is. It's not just about um, getting fit and losing weight and putting on muscle. It's about mind, body, and soul being whole. And so um, I started that. I started that in June. And um, there were four of us. And from there, now it's over 2,000. And
0: I am grateful let me, for let that. Me ask you. Yeah. Let me ask you about that because the Get Fit Forever, just, just in case uh, people that are uh, listening don't know about it, um, let them know mm-hmm. where they can find this information. And I know that this is a closed group, so just give them more information on if they want to join it and where they can find it. Right. Well, I started it on Facebook.
1: And mm-hmm. um, I started on Facebook because I, I knew that I wanted, I knew that this passion was starting. I knew that this mission was starting. You know, when God starts to show you things, he shows it to you big. And so you st- you want to start big, but you you still start small. And so I said, well, the first thing I want to do, I want to start it on Facebook.
0: Right. So
1: for anyone that wants to join, um, it's Get Fit. Face the number four, and then the word ever. Um, the get fit is one word, and the forever is another word. So if you're on Facebook, you can go on there. It is a closed group because when I first started it, um, I wasn't sure what it was going to be, and so I had mm-hmm. it, I had it open, and then all these crazy people started joining, and then I was kind of trying to
0: protect it.
1: So <laughs> right, so uh, you know, right. there's there's so many schemes on Facebook, and there's yeah. so many predators. So um, so I closed it too because. I wanted to protect it. I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it, and so um, it was a close group. So I'm actually considering opening it out. I'm not really sure yet um, how I want to do that because there are still those crazy people out there. But
0: mm-hmm. more and
1: more and more people are coming into it, and more people are beginning to say, because it has become a movement. It has become something where people are saying, I want that, I because you right. don't know the silent struggles that people go through. And so um, – right talking to people that I look at, and I'm like, they look fine. They look healthy just like I did. And they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but my doctor's been telling me if I don't lose this weight, if I don't do this, if I don't do that, if I don't get my cholesterol down, if I don't. And so you see that all these people are walking around, and um, they had a lot of the issues that I was having. And so Get Fit Forever is that support group. It helps people to um, have a community where people are just like them trying to get to the next Mm -hmm. stage and being whole, trying to get more tips, trying to find recipes, um, getting more support for those people who help you be accountable, um, who help you to share ways of being able to go higher in your fitness. And and that's really a lot of what it is, um, is just being able to build a community of people who
0: say, I don't just want to do this, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Right now we have our email and it's coming from Capri Johnson. Hi Capri, thank you so much for tuning in. And her question is: Do you practice meditation or any type of practice that helps calm helps calm you or center you? Oh, absolutely. Um, every morning, I
1: I mm-hmm. try. Every night, but sometimes I pass out because I'm in school too. Wow. So I pass out. So, um, but definitely every morning I get up and I try to do the yoga meditation, but um, but because I wasn't trying to get into the religious aspect of it, I just begin to pray. So now what I do is I do a lot of stretching. I do a lot of mental stimulation. I do a lot of reflection. I do a lot of praying in the morning, and I just take that time to spend that time talking to God and talking to my body. I talk to my body every day, and um, I tell it what it's going to do. And that came Mm -hmm. from me having things to happen and people around me saying, you've got to command yourself. If you want this done, you've got to take power over what's happening to you. So now I do that. I tell my body what it's going to do and what it's not going to do. And so every morning I do meditate, and I meditate on what I want to do that day, what I want to do uh, moving forward. Um, I pray about a lot of things in my life and the direction that God has taken me. Um, but that, too, helped with my blood pressure because mm-hmm. one of the things that my cardiologist actually said to me was, you have to calm your body down. And the only way you can do that is you have to center it and you have to sit and you have to decide that um, I'm just going to clear everything. And so that's what started me saying I wanted to do yoga and doing meditations and so um, I do meditate, and I and I take scriptures, and I and I meditate on just one scripture, or I take quotes, and I meditate on just one quote, or I take even a word, and I just imprint it in my spirit, I imprint it in my heart, and every day I take that time to just invest into myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, and th- and this is this is also important. You know, you you you're just talking about how you just developed the right mindset. And the, developing that right mindset really just helps save your life. Everything that you're talking about really helps save your life and change things around for you, and I just think that is so important. I think that's one of the main reasons why I wanted you to, to help me kick off with this mindset series because you, you, you actually went through the steps from the beginning, from a, uh, a scary diagnosis all the way to losing the weight, getting into shape, and helping others. And so right. i just, I just think it's a phenomenal thing. I really, really do and i I'm so glad that you're on the show today because I know you're inspiring somebody out there, especially somebody who may be going through something really, really difficult so um i I'm, I'm glad that you're here Thank um, you now for me for me personally, I've had a tough time losing weight more times than i can I can tell you, of course as you as you very well know, and so and it's interesting because this last time i've been talking to you and a couple of other people that are really good with the weight loss pro- with the, with this weight loss process and i've i've learned you know more about the combination of diet and exercise and having the right mindset all three and you actually need all three in order to make it work and right. so and one of the things I've, I've 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 actually developed more better knowing this time because i would use all three as opposed to just trying to diet or just trying to exercise. And so what are your thoughts about that? Because I think having all three, including the, the diet, the, the exercise, and the mindset, I think all three are very important. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, all three are very important um, and they all build on each other.
0: You can't do any
1: of it if you don't have the mindset. If you don't tell yourself, that um, that you can do it and you will do it. Every time you pass Krispy Kreme, you're going to get a donut. Every time <laughs> you walk in the store and you smell pizza, you're going to get it. Every time you go by a restaurant and you're hungry, it's going to tempt you. Every time that you want to have a drink or whatever your guilty pleasure is, if you don't have the mindset, you'll start a diet. You won't finish it. You might go through a day and you'll be knocked off. Um, or not even just that, you'll do it for a season. And you'll do it, and then the problem with diets is they work when you're on them sometimes. As soon as you come off, it all comes right back. So you end up in this right. cycle. So if you don't tell yourself with the mindset, I can do this, I can beat this, or especially if you're in a situation where you have to do it, because there's some people mm-hmm. food is an addiction, you've got to fight that. Yeah. So that starts with mental strength. That's your mindset. That's you telling yourself piece by piece, day by day, I can do it. If you don't have the mindset, you won't do the exercise. I wake up and I go to the gym a lot at 5 o'clock in the morning. That is not because I like it. That is not because I want to. It's not because I don't want to go to sleep. It's not because I feel like it. It's because I told myself I have to do it. And that's the mindset. So the the exercise is necessary because there's so many things that are connected to when you make your heart move, when you stimulate it, when you cause your body to, to do different. What got you where you are is because you were lazy, because you ate, because you did what you shouldn't have done, because whatever formula you had for how you ate and, and what you didn't do or the combination of exercise, it didn't land you the results that you wanted. So the exercise is going to counterbalance those things like genetics, It's going to counterbalance those things like um, the restaurant you just ate at or not Mm -hmm. being healthy or being able to walk up a flight of stairs and before you couldn't even go up four stairs, you got to stop because you're breathing hard or you can't walk outside or you can't walk down the street. That exercise is just necessary for life. It's just necessary for your body and to keep you young. We always look for all of these get young quick things. I've done it too. Um, Mm -hmm. And really – The key to it is just putting the right stuff in your body, taking care of your body, making sure that you diet, you exercise, making sure that you eat right. What you eat affects you. I can tell you everything. There was a formula of how I got to where I'm at right now, but the Mm -hmm. biggest results happened the day I ate. Yes, it is 80% diet and 20% your exercise, because the day that I changed my diet was the day, that um, everything changed, the way I felt changed. I I never, when I was in keto, I never lost my hair. Um, They told me that it would be a toss-up. They told me that, they said, oh, well, this will won't affect your hair. But then um, midway into that, they changed what was going on. They said, oh, my skin. They said, oh, my skin. Oh, my this, oh, my that. Um, It was when I changed how I ate that everything came in line. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: it's it's really the combination of all of it. People try to skimp. I've skimped. You know, you say, okay, well, I'm going to diet today. Well, no, that's not it. Getting fit forever means that this is a lifestyle. It's a lifelong journey to taking care of your body, to ensuring that tomorrow is going to be a tomorrow. Because we all live on a clock, whether we want to be on this clock or not. All of us mostly live as if that clock is closer to 2 o'clock. And so mm-hmm. you live like you have all this time. We, we, everybody wants to be old, so we treat ourselves like we'll be old, we'll be young for the rest of our lives, we'll be healthy for the rest of our lives. I'll live and I'll do all these things that everybody around me is dying, but I'm immune to that until the day right. somebody tells you, well, you're not at 2 o'clock, you're at 10 o'clock, or you're at 11 mm-hmm. o'clock, or you're at 11.59, wow. And then now you realize that everything you did from 12 o'clock to 10 o'clock, it matters. And so now Mm -hmm. you've got to reverse all of the damage. You've got to reverse and you've got to rebuild. And the only way you're going to do that is you have to tell yourself you can do it. And then you have Mm -hmm. to tell yourself you will do it. And then you have to
0: educate Mm -hmm. yourself on how to do it through diet and exercise. Awesome. We are 30 minutes in, and I just want to welcome any of you who are just tuning in for the first time or just tuning in today. You are listening to Journey into Passion with the S. on Everyday Folks Radio, and I am talking to Nabandia Shea Shepherd hood as I launch my new series, Desire Success, Change Your Mindset. If you have a question or comment for Shea or myself or anything about the show, please call 347 539 5372, or send an email to Anika Passion Journey at gmail.com. That is A-N-I-K-A Passion Journey at gmail.com. Now, as I just said, uh, this, this show today is called Desire Success, Change Your Mindset. So, Shay, what is your definition of success? Um, I think
1: uh, hmm, my definition of success. I think is um being able to do everything that makes you feel whole because mm. I think success looks different to everybody but I think the one thing that most people don't achieve is overcoming that feeling that I'm happy with myself whatever that is mm-hmm. whether I'm happy with my money I'm happy with my weight I'm happy with my relationship I'm happy with my spirituality I'm happy with my life my job my career I think success Is being able to achieve that feeling that I've done everything I was put here to do and that I can Mm -hmm. rest in the fact that um, I've accomplished those things. And so I think that when you can measure your success by not just happiness, because happiness changes by situation sometimes. Sometimes right. the happiness is based on the fact that you're in a good swing of life, but the reality of life is either you're in a battle, you're coming out of a battle, or you're about to go in a battle. So the happiness you have today may not be the happiness you have tomorrow, but when you feel that you've accomplished those things that you were put here to do, when you feel that you've accomplished those things that you've set for yourself and that that thing that, that you have inside of you that says this is who you are, you've tapped into that. I think that's where you can measure that you've been successful.
0: Yeah, that is excellent. Now you have a very busy schedule with your three children mm-hmm. and your health, and being founder of Get Fit for Life, get, get Fit Forever rather, and of course being a wife. How do you manage all of that um, during your day? Like, how do you balance that? Um. That's where that prayer comes in. Um I, I you
1: know, honestly balancing it sometimes it just comes in. Um that's where I think that deciding what's important. Um mm-hmm. I tend to do too much a lot. I, I tend to um stretch myself out and um being very spontaneous all the time growing up, I would always just do kind of whatever came up. I would have all this busy schedule, and so now I tap into this because this is going on, and I tap into that, and I stopped doing that because um, I realized that I was ending too many days not doing what I wanted to do and needed to do. And um, I have become a hoarder by nature. So I tend <laughs> to do so much and take in so much and absorb so much, and then I'm stuck with all these assignments that I've made for myself. And so I've had to learn how to prioritize what I need to do, um, what's important to my day, what's important to my life, and really strategizing what what I want to accomplish and what doing today mm-hmm. is going to help me get to that tomorrow. Um, having wow. three kids is probably one of the busiest schedules by itself because my three kids <laughs> are in different phases and um, different mm-hmm. ages. So that's a whole other schedule. So managing my schedule includes managing their schedules. And so I had to figure out because um, I was one of those people that was late to everything all the time. And so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so managing my life came from deciding what was important and what is important and when to just say no, I can't and um, mm-hmm. really just prioritizing in the day, okay, so the best time for me to do those things that take my most of my energy for myself is in the morning, so I start my mm-hmm. day earlier. And I know that um, for me taking that quiet time once everybody's going to sleep is at night, so I kind of balance right. my schedule so that what I do in the middle of the day are the running around, and I take my, my me time in the beginning of the day and that other time is at the end, and so I just kind of proportion my day like that.
0: Yeah. One of the things um, when I, I think about, um, if, I, if I had to uh, think about a word that would describe, describe myself, that would be uh, passionate because I'm just, I'm passionate about helping people. I'm passionate about my work. I'm passionate about um, everything that I'm doing right now in my life. And when I think about you, one of the, the, the word that comes to me first is determined. And that was, that's even before you started um, the Get Fit Forever and everything. I just think that you're just uh, such a determined person. And so where does that come from, that determination?
1: Hmm. Um, Life, Mm -hmm. life makes me determined. Um, I think that being born to a family where there's so many people because, All of us have very strong personalities, and so Mm -hmm. um, if you want to get it done in the shepherd household, you have (laughs) to take it because um, (laughs) my family has a lot of gifted people, and so a lot Mm -hmm. of gifted, vocal, determined, motivated, and opinionated people. And when you put Mm -hmm. all of us in the same roof, in the same house, um, the biggest thing is that – you end up in a situation where you always have to push for what you want. And Mm so um, that mixed with the fact that I think my natural personality is that um, I'm stubborn and I, when you tell me no, I say yes. And when you tell me (laughs) I can't, I say, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And when you tell me that this fire is hot, I say, but I got to touch it. And so um, (laughs) I think that that, mixed with the other things um i think that that really kind of shapes me to be that person that just always keeps going and just always Mm. you know life just different things throughout my life have um pushed me to fight and and i'm very competitive too so i've always wanted to do more and do this and do that and and i'm always trying to accomplish the next thing and i've always wanted to be involved And then, too, my parents have always had us involved in so much. My parents are very strong people, too. And, um, you know, my mom, my mom doesn't stop. She's like that engine that doesn't quit. So when you're surrounded by that, um, it rubs off. And so Mm -hmm. I I came to a point because of my personality, and then life grabbed a hold of it, and it just filled in the details of what to be determined about. Um, But by nature, I'm stubborn. So anytime somebody (laughs) says no, I have to say yes. And anytime you say stop, I say (laughs) go. So I think that, you know, that is what underlines why I'm determined. But I think life kind of
0: filled in the details of what I'm determined about. I like to ask this question um, because one of the things that I I always – think about as far as the advice. I like, to, I like to hear people what they think about advice. And the best advice, I, I've said this before, the best advice I ever got was just one word, think. And that's what my mom told me, and it's, it's, it's kept me from doing some crazy things. And so mm. you know, you, I know you have a big family. I know you have received a lot of different advice, but what is the best advice you've ever been given?
1: Hmm. Oh, wow. Um, I've been given so much great advice. Um, But I think that um, one of the things that I had to uh, really come to terms with in life was that um, everything that I needed, God gave it to me already. And so um, the advice that was given to me in different ways many times was use what you have instead of trying to go out and find more. Because if you're always holding your hand out, you never really utilize what's already in your basket. And I think that having that advice and having received that advice in so many different ways... um, I think that that really kind of always pushed me through my life is because when you're in that moment when you can't reach for the answer and all you can do is rely on what you already have. Um, In Mm -hmm. the situations that I was talking about earlier, what got me through it was I didn't realize that everything I needed, God had already planted it. He'd already planted that determination. He'd already planted um, that stubbornness. He'd already planted that tenacity he already planted um that fight because those things were what got me through because when you Mm -hmm. when the doctor tells you you can't it was that well you told me it's hot I got to touch it it was that stubbornness that said you got to do it and so it was realizing that everything I had I was more than enough and that um Mm -hmm. And and having had that advice, and, and a lot of times when I would go through things, that's what would always play back in my head is that you can do this, and you can do this mm-hmm. because you've already been given everything you need to get it done.
0: Wow! But we that don't want it that way. Mm-hmm. Wow! I've got another email here, and this I want to. This is wow! This is a very important one. So, um, this is from Cindy Jackas, Jackas, and I. If, If I, or Cindy Jacques, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right or wrong. If I'm saying it wrong, please forgive me. Um, But uh, this is the email. My name is Cindy. I'm from Florida. I want to tell Shay that she has a story that has brought me to tears. I have three children. I don't have a backup, really, so my kids need me. My current situation is similar. I'm on eight different medications, which I don't want to take. My intestine has... My t- my intestines has tear,ed and I have a future surgery. Who knows what else is coming? I want to get started, and I need I need to for the sake for my kids' sake. I was three hundred and ninety three point four pounds, and she, she gave me an, um, permission to say that on the air. I am now three hundred and seventy three pounds, three hundred seventy three point three pounds, and now it's hard for It's hard, but I, I need help. And she wants to link up with you because her health is in trouble. She needs help. What do you say to okay. Cindy?
1: Well, the first thing that I want to say to Cindy is that um, the first step is in, in anything is the decision to do it. And so when you identify that you have the problem, Now you make the decision to correct it, and that's what she's doing now, and that's the most powerful part because once you decide, I want to do it, it's the decision, it's that mindset, it's the mentality that I'm going to do it that's going to get you there. So I'm absolutely going to link up with Cindy, and I'm absolutely going to help her as much as I can um, to get where she needs to be. But um, the other thing that I would say to Cindy is, What's going to help you the most is understanding why you're doing it in the first place. You said a lot of things. You said that um, your health is in jeopardy. You said that you have three kids. You said that, you know, that you're a woman who's been dealing with issues. And so the reason why you're doing it is to save you and to save them because they need you, but you need you. I think a lot of times, you know, one thing that I had to come to terms with too is one of the things that I thought about is, oh, my God, my children. When when they told me, oh, my God, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, I was like, oh, my God, my children. And then it also hit me as I was going through that it's not just my children, it's me too, that I have a reason that I'm here and I have a reason that I am to do things and that I need to be here for them, but I also have to be here for that reason. And so the minute that, Cindy, you decide, That you have a reason that you're here, and that this reason goes beyond the weight, it goes beyond the issues. That you cannot change what you did tomorrow. That you can do it more. To that you cannot change what you did yesterday, but that you proceed into tomorrow and you step into tomorrow, saying that I have decided to make a change. And then you say this is why I'm making this change. And you realize that every day is a new step. You're not running into it, so you don't get to the finish line tomorrow. You get in tomorrow by taking a step. And you get into the next day by taking a step, and you realize that this process is a lifelong journey, but it's about building steps. It's about building habits. And so you look and you say, what got me here? And you have to be real with yourself. You have to put it on paper. What got me to this point? What do I mm-hmm. need to let go of? It's not just about genetics. It's not just about Um, The things that we've done It's about the mentalities that we have It's about the habits we've formed Because I grew up on soul food That's what I, I, I Cook it with my eyes closed I don't eat it anymore Because at the end of the day That's what I was introduced to But that's not what I needed And the day that I let it go And I mean let it go for real Not like you know do that dip back and forth But the day that I let it go And I said no more for real was the day that my turn, my health to the left, and it went left all the way. Yeah. So when you start to mm-hmm. identify what got you to this point, then you can begin to x those things out and replace them with what's going to get you to the next point. Because you don't want to take yeah. into tomorrow what what burns you in yesterday. So the beginning awesome. is one you've decided that you want to do it, and now it's understand why. Because when it gets hard. Breaking habits is hard. That's why they say it's 21 days to change a habit because it's a process. There's a time that is involved in that. And so you're going through that process. There may be some step You may take two steps forward and three steps back. But when you take those three three steps back, you say, I'm not going to do this because I have a purpose and my kids have a purpose and for them and for me I'm going to continue. And so you take those three steps back and then you leap four steps forward. And you just continue doing that until you've gotten yourself to a point where you can look back and you don't even
0: recognize the Cindy that you just described. Cindy, I I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And as a a person who has to lose a a considerable amount of weight myself, I definitely understand where you're coming from, and I encourage you. Um, I'm definitely going to be linking you up with Shay, and um, I, I look forward to hearing about your successes. I'm going to say that just right now. I, I look forward to hearing about your your successes. And as somebody who, you know, also has a considerable amount of weight in, in, in the process of doing that, I can definitely tell you that it is possible, and um, you will see a, a, a difference um, in, your, in your life, in, in, your med, in your medical situation. So um, I look forward to hearing about your successes, and I'll definitely uh, link you up with Shay. Uh, Shay, you have another uh, email, and it's, it says, I know that Shay's sister and sister-in-law passed away from cancer. How did that affect her when she got her cancer diagnosis? How did it help her become stronger instead of crumbling at their deaths? Where does that strength come from?
1: Well, um, that was probably the, the three hardest things that I would say I had to deal with was um, – all attributed to cancer, it was um them passing and me finding out that I also had cancer, so finding so them passing away was was hard it was very hard um because in my family, you know it was me and Erica, which was my older sister. we started life, you know my parents had it perfect when they had us. I don't know why they kept going, but it was me and her that we were the two that um that were like together, so when she passed a piece of me went with her, because, um you know it it was just there there was a bond, I just couldn't even explain it with sandy, um the same thing, you know, Sandy wasn't my blood, but the reality was that she was our family, she was a high part of my family, and then closer towards her death. Once things started happening, we got really close. And so when um, she passed, those two things, watching them um, go through the process of treatment, watching them go through the things that they were going through with cancer, it really affected me at the time because um, I I always used to say, I don't even want to know what it's like to have cancer. You know, everybody's always like, if it were me, if it were me. I used to always say, I don't even want to know. And that was before I found out that I had it. So then when I found out I had it, I fell apart, and it was those two who rallied around me. When I found out, I mean, my family can tell you I had a panic attack. Like, I literally had a panic attack. I was as strong as people think I am. I fell all the way apart,
0: and it was my
1: family, but it was the two of them who one-offed me and said, you will make this. And this was in spite of what they were going through. This was while they could barely, you know, they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with their own situation. And they were telling me, you will make it, both of them. You will make it. <clears throat> you will do it. You've got this. And so I knew that together we would. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted the three of us to come out of this and the three of us to, to, to really have this huge testimony and that the three of us would get beyond this. And so when they passed, that was hard. Because when I stood yeah. over them, I was, I was holding Erica's hand when she passed. And mm-hmm. um, when Sandy passed, I was coming out of town, and I walked in the second she went away. So I was there. So I saw myself laying on the bed with both of them. And that is what made me fight. is because I knew I had to do something. I had to, I had to push. And, and they fought. I'm not saying that they didn't fight. But I wanted to do more. I wanted to do what they said I couldn't do. I wanted to do what they couldn't do. I wanted to live on because everything that I saw them doing, everything that I saw them in the Spirit doing, I wanted to continue that because ironically before both of them passed, we were all talking about what we were going to do, and we were talking about all these things we were going to do and how we were going to do it together and how we were going to do this fitness thing and how we were going to change our diets and how we were going to, and they passed. So for me, it was very, very important to continue that and to push beyond the limits because I wanted to be here to tell my testimony. I wanted to be able to encourage everybody. I didn't want to be – chemo is no joke, and I didn't want to live like that for the rest of my life. I didn't want to be in pain like that. I didn't want to be – broken down and, and couldn't move and, and watching everybody else go on while I was stuck in a bed and missing all of these organs and, and having all these issues, I didn't want that. And mm-hmm. I just knew that when you reach that point of there's nothing you can do, all you can do is be radical. All you right. can do is fight and push. You don't have room for anything else. And that's what got me through. That was the strength that I had to pull on. In addition to the support that I had around me, I had to fight. I had to look myself in the mirror, and I had to tell myself, you will beat this. And that strength came from because I didn't want to be like everybody else who did not make it to where
0: I wanted to go. Wow. And speaking of family, that question actually came in from your sister, Shandra Shepherd. And I know personally how much the your family means to you, and just the strength of this of this incredible family that I've just known all of you for for so long. It's just it's just incredible. It's just you're just one of the greatest families ever. I'm just putting that out there, <laughs> and that's just my personal opinion. And so I just want to um, say thank you to Chandra for uh, tuning in and for that question. And, and I, I also
1: just want to let say
0: you
1: one know. second. Can I say one uh-huh. second? Oh, I mm-hmm. want to say hi to Sandra. Um yes. who was one of those people during that time who really when she found out um after I found out and then she found out. She called me and she was like you just gonna have to get up. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. Cuz I mean, I was crying. I was a I was a mess. <laughs> she was like we're going to lock horns. We're going to knuckle up. This is what we going to fight, and we're going to get mm. it done, and everything mm. that you told everybody else they're going to do, you're going to do it. Yeah. And that's awesome. what
0: awesome.
1: got me through everything.
0: Awesome. And I also wanted to let you know that Cindy uh, sent a follow-up, and she says, thank you. Thank you very, very much. I'm touched and moved. I wanted to let you know that she sent that, so we definitely will be connecting the two of you. All right, we are down to the last six minutes and twenty-two seconds of the show, and if uh, you want to still get in an email, um, the email address is a at gmail dot com. And now that we are down to the last five minutes, I just want to ask you if you have any final thoughts today.
1: Um, you know, I uh, um, I have a quote that I gave my son, Jaden he's an athlete, and um, it's from Michael Jordan, and it says, um, some people want it to happen, some people wish it to happen, some people make it happen, and I think if everybody wakes up being that person who says, I'm going to make it happen, then that's the beginning of having that mindset to change, because what I had to realize um, is that before I didn't want to be transparent. But I realize that I'm not afraid of my story. My story is my fuel. It's not my fortress. It's not something for me to hide behind. So each person that's going through your situation, what you look into your situation and you say is that this story feels real. It may be painful. It might not be your story. It might be something you're watching somebody else go through. But you realize that your story, it doesn't really belong to you. Your story, it's only yours for the moment that you're going through it. But then... When you're going through it, you begin to shape it, and you begin to mold it, and you begin to own it, and then you decide that you give it to someone else, and that is what I think once you have that mindset, you realize that my story is not for me. It's for the purpose of whatever I'm going through to service for something else or someone else. So having that mentality to win, having that mentality to be that person that makes it happen, saying that I'm going to will myself to get through whatever it is, however it is. Maybe it's not you. Um, I've been talking to people all day long who have been telling me about other people in their lives, and even just being a part of the situation going with someone else is understanding that none of that is for you to hold. It's for you to take and for you to give to someone else who can own that story and use that as their mentality to get forward and use that for their catalyst and their fuel to move ahead. And just having the mindset to fight, to push, to win, to continue no matter what, to go forward no matter what, that's what success mm-hmm. is all about.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for for joining me today. You have been incredible guests as always. And Shay is going to be returning when I launch my health and fitness series in January. Um, she's going to be one of the uh, fitness trainers that I'm going to have during that series, and I'm going to let you know more details about that in December. So thank you so much, Shay, and stay, stay with me, but I just wanted to say thank you before, you, uh, before I, I close out the show. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. Awesome. All right. Well, if you're just tuning in, you missed an incredible interview. And uh, that is with Navandia Shea Shepard-Hood. She has an incredible story, and she is the perfect person to help me launch this My Desire of Success, Change Your Mindset series. As you have uh, listened throughout this show, you, you definitely know that she is the perfect person to help me launch this series. So if you can find out more about Shay at, going by, my, go, by going on my blog, at NKMadison.com and clicking on the link for Under the Spotlight, because she is under the spotlight to, for this week. Also, don't forget to go to the About Me category to see information about my upcoming shows, including my six-month anniversary show, which is coming up on on October the 15th. Don't forget you can purchase Everyday Folks' short stories on the Common People at Amazon or wherever books are sold, and you can listen to Keeping Up With K-Pop on October 7th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, make sure you tune in next week as I have part two of my interview with founder and CEO of the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute, Dr. Cindy Milligan. We will, have the, we will be discussing her August launch of the Institute, and she, we will continue the conversation on mindset and how, how mindset helps you when you use your voice, whether you use it professionally, d- during a speech, or just all together. You, you'll, be, you'll be surprised at how having the right mindset can help you When you use your voice. As we come to the end of the show, I want to leave you with this. Your success is connected to what you believe is true about who you are and your capabilities. If you believe you can achieve success, you will. It's all about having the right mindset. And I know this personally because, as many of you know, you, you just have different challenges in your life, and my challenges have been from from weight to to business to all different kinds of things. But when I finally realized that it was about having the right mindset, realizing that I can do this, I do have the capabilities of doing what I set out to do. That's when I knew that I I can't I can move forward. I can either, I can do this show, I can have my blog. I can become an entrepreneur. I can do all the different things that in the past I may not have even tried. But now because of the fact that I made that decision in my mind, I can, I will. I'll put those positive thoughts in, that, in my mind. That's when I began to see things come true, and including the show, including my blog, and the different opportunities that I have. And you can see more information on, about that on my blog at anikamadison.com when you go to your journey, because not only am, am I sharing information that I, I have gone through, I'm sharing my journey with you, and I'm looking for you to share your journey with me. Well, until next time, this is Anike S., hoping you have a great weekend and experience great success on your journey into your passion.